Hello, I am Raymond Posh, and welcome to the New Ways of Being podcast. This is a brand new episode today, episode eight. But I will be talking about episode seven called Being Quantum with Joshua Bloom. And that was a fantastic uh, high energy episode that I hope you've listened to, uh, in which uh, Joshua shared a great deal of information about his quantum energy transformation process and about um, the fully awakened, empowered way of being that he teaches called being quantum. Now, I believe that uh, Joshua is the real deal. Uh, he's made some amazing discoveries about how to do quantum transformation and healing rapidly, but also how to be in uh, powerful quantum energy states. So in this episode, I want to share uh, some of his techniques for um, the kinds of quantum energy shifts that he talks about in his book, and that's called The Ultimate Answer is Inside. And um, so I'm going to talk about uh, some of those uh, techniques, and I'll talk about I'll talk a lot about the information from his book, and um, a lot of which came out in episode seven in our conversation. And uh, that was great information that he provided, but I wanted to go into some greater depth in this follow-up episode so that you can get a better understanding and more benefits um, out of uh, episode seven, as, as well as this one, episode eight. So I'm going to be talking a lot from the book. The ultimate answer is inside. Um, this book of Joshua's was published in uh, 2021. And the subtitle of the book is Teaching Empaths and intuitives to harness their innate quantum powers to become limitless. <clears throat> Just a moment. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> so I recommend this book totally. Uh, he's done some incredible work that's represented in this book. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on a number of points from the book. But um, that won't be like reading the book in total. So I recommend this book to uh, anyone who wants to learn about quantum energy and being quantum, connecting to the quantum field. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to cover a lot of key points, <clears throat> but there's a lot more in this book that I won't cover. So um, I just want to make sure you uh, know that I, I believe it's a very valuable book. In the book, he um, he talks, he gives a lot of examples and a lot of stories from his energy coaching experience. <clears throat> uh, but he's also, um, he worked with a group of, um, I think it's like 11 or 12 people who are very experienced in quantum energy work 
and uh, coaching for higher ways of being, you know, awakening and, and more than that. And also a number of them focus on energy healing. But uh, he has their, you know, he kind of treats them as a panel that he worked with in writing the book. So he has their quotes on different aspects throughout the book. So that really adds to, to uh, the breadth of the book or the uh, variety that he adds into it. Probably the key coach um, that he worked with in this book. And, um, you know, it sounds like uh, 10 years or so more than, um, than when this book was written. Uh, he worked very closely with Bruce Lipton, that many of you will know. Bruce Lipton is very well known. He's a microbiologist who... Uh, a long time ago, and I think it was in 1985, he really uh, began to discover that the cells in our body, <clears throat> and actually in all living beings on Earth, um, work substantially differently than a lot of people understood up until then. And, um, you know, part of that could be described as uh, he helped us understand that our cells are far more intelligent than we may realize and that uh, they use quantum processes in in what they do <clears throat> so um uh, bruce's contribution to joshua's book is really uh noticeable uh he's a great resource and i i very much respect what bruce lipton has done as well uh he's one of the standouts in in what we know about quantum energy today and uh, the quantum field um he's not a physicist so he he doesn't talk about the uh, quantum field as much as joshua does but what what the uh learning is that's happened over the last 20 years or so, it's really bringing us to a state where, whereas the quantum physicists talk about the quantum field and quanta, you know, coming into, uh, you know, popping into existence in the quantum field and then being behaving in ways uh, that are very different than what physicists understood from the Newtonian perspective, well, since then, um, some really great scientific and re you know research work has been done that's beginning to help us understand that, you know, my view actually at this point in time is that the quantum field is probably <clears throat> a misnomer. Uh, yes, it's a field where uh, the quanta come into material existence and uh, create all of the energy and matter that's in our physical universe. But I really now view it as uh, probably a better name is the field of divine creation. It's a creative field. It's a field that creates through our participation and through the participation of consciousness, 
it creates everything that's in the physical universe. And um, so it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, if, with that perspective, we're not talking about something that's just applied to quanta, which is what was, has been believed <clears throat> quite a bit up until now. And, and of course, even quantum, some of the quantum physicists don't really understand how broad the perspective is becoming, but um, it is. So with that said, I'll, I want to go ahead and talk about uh, <clears throat> Joshua's information that he's provided in episode seven about being quantum and um, uh, and a lot of that I'm going to take directly from the book because um, this, this is really a fantastic book. So uh, Bruce, uh, Joshua, as I said, worked directly with Bruce Lipton over, um, it sounds like it, uh, 10 years or more. And um, and that really influenced Joshua's understanding of how quantum the, the quantum field interacts with cells and human energy systems. Now, kind of what I was just talking about is the field of divine creation. <clears throat> I think <clears throat> Joshua understands um, uh, at least some of that, but his focus has more, been more on quantum energy. And maybe not the, the a more a broader uh, perspective. Now, one of the first things that um, that Joshua talked about in episode seven and brings out in the book is that he discovered that the what's referred to as the um, let's see the subconscious mind by many people he refers to it as the unconscious mind. And and Joshua says it's the human body. And, and in fact, his whole panel of experts agree uh, with that idea. And of course, you may have heard that uh, uh, the, the unconscious mind is very important to us human beings. Uh, it's a common uh, statistic that's given that 95% of the time we behave unconsciously. And we our influence is from the unconscious mind um, most of the time, so that we aren't consciously consciously even aware of that influence. It's beliefs that we have that are that are stored at that uh, subconscious or unconscious level. Um, uh, we have many habits that are, uh, you know, are stored. In, at that unconscious level, um, we have many un, uh, unconscious behaviors that are reflected from our history that is stored at the unconscious level. And um, Joshua has really confirmed that uh, the human body, that's where the unconscious mind is. Um <clears throat> And he goes on to say that when we are in our mind, our thinking mind, and therefore not in our body, we are on autopilot. We are running on unconsciousness, on, on habit. We are not aware. Now, anyone that's heard all, 
all of my past episodes, um, you know, and I'm including the Our Spiritual Life podcast. Um, I've talked a lot about the mind and awareness are two different things. And it wasn't until I read this book that I really became uh, clear that uh, that our body is uh, a part of of the process when we talk about awareness. Now, I think I'm still um, kind of working through some of that, but I'll, I'll, I'll touch on one key point later on. Um, but <clears throat> uh, so Joshua, um, what he did was he um, he had learned a technique of putting attention on our lower spine and uh, that, you know, and, and he had learned that it connected us more to our body. And I don't know if he, at that point that he talked about it in terms of the unconscious mind or not, but at any rate, uh, Joshua has done extensive testing with many clients and he, he's proven totally that, the tech that technique helps us tap into the unconscious mind and uh what that did for him as an energy healer was people would be coming to him with either physical ailments of various types allergies or pain somewhere in the body or migraines um and um also, people might come to him with uh, emotional ailments like anxiety or uh, fear. And, and in fact, he said he had experienced those two things himself a lot. And ultimately, what he learned helped him uh, be totally cured of, uh, of fear, anxiety, and migraines as well. But um, so... It uh, and Joshua says that 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 step there, putting attention on our lower spine, or actually he's found that uh, people can also put the attention on the space anywhere between the the bottom of the spine and the ground, you know, and 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 it has the same effect. It helps connect to the to our unconscious uh knowing our unconscious mind um and he says it also it connects us to the quantum field now i i think this is true i think he's really demonstrated it totally because it it, it is connecting us to our body you know, and so I, even if you disputed this, his statement about the body is the unconscious mind, which I'm convinced of now, um, it uh, it helps us connect to the body, and um, and I believe it helps us connect to our unconscious, and therefore healing techniques can work much more powerfully because of that connection. Um, 
And he also points out that if we do this, do that, putting our attention on the lower spine first, uh, before doing other kinds of spiritual practices, it grounds us spiritually and energetically. So those of you who are energy healers and, um, you know, know something about energy in your body, um, this probably can make a great deal of sense to you. Uh, because if it connects us all the way to our the bottom of our feet, or perhaps beyond, uh, you know, lots of spiritual techniques talk about extending our attention, our awareness down into the earth itself and grounding that way. So this is very similar to that. And it's probably actually the same thing. Now, uh, let me try to speed up a bit because there's a lot I'd like to cover. Now, um, Joshua says this in the book, awareness is being in your body off of autopilot. And but what he means by that is we must be aware and not thinking. When we when we're thinking, you know, thinking thoughts, that's not awareness. That is mental process. And uh, so it would it would take us away from being in touch with our body. Um, but so we must be aware and not thinking for that statement to be true. And because if you're if you're putting your attention fully on the base of your spine, that's where your awareness goes. But if you don't put it fully, you know, like you're kind of you're thinking and part of the time you're got you've got your attention on your spine and then you're thinking about something else for maybe just a few seconds and then you go back you're switching back and forth so full awareness means going fully into the body putting your whole aware awareness in the body and um so i if you know for me personally when i've used that technique uh, I put my attention at the base of my spine. I, I find that, yes, I quickly get this sense, this feeling that I am fully in my body. And actually, if I let that expand, I notice a more powerful, relaxed energy state in my body. And I feel totally present. Now, that's, but that's, by the way, uh, I'm using that word present in the same way that um, um, that deep uh, that Eckhart Tolle does in his book, The Power of Now. Um, and, you know, he often recommends the technique of inner body awareness. So it's very much the same same kind of thing. He doesn't make the point of putting the attention on the base of the spine. Eckhart does not, but uh, <clears throat> they are related. And when I say I feel totally present, when I do that, I actually, I feel that sense of presence even more quickly than uh, using Eckhart's 
inner body awareness technique. Yeah, I, I love Eckhart's technique too. And I've always, I've taught it for a long time. Uh, but <clears throat> uh, I'd like to read one paragraph that relates to this now. And he, he says, uh, and this is from a chapter that's called Awareness and Attraction. But he says this, the bottom line is this, when you're in your head, you attract and manifest based on your past conditioning. And so that's referring to the unconscious mind. But when you're in your body and you have your awareness in your body, you attract based on unlimited possibilities. And 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 I'm, these are my words, and that's because of the connection to the quantum field. He goes on to say, you can reprogram your past conditioning and supercharge your manifestation to continue manifesting unconsciously 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The same principles apply when you want to attract good health, wellness, and transformation. So if you just think about that briefly, that's the key point right now. Now, like I say, I'm going to be giving you very short excerpts from the book. Um, and there's lots of supporting explanation in all these chapters that really go into it in depth that I'm that I'm not going to cover. Now, <clears throat> so connecting to the quantum field uh, gives great ability to transform. I, 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 I guess I'd like to add the word create. Um, I don't think he used that uh, in his book, but um, when you're connected to the quantum field, you can create and transform. That's what the quantum field does. Um, so uh, I would add here, it gives you great ability to transform, but especially if you are not or he, he said this, actually, if you're not observing, and that means not in the mind thinking. And uh, so I'd like to read a little bit more to expand on that. Uh, so this is from chapter 12, which talks about transformation. Uh, he says this, <clears throat> when my clients focus their attention at the base of their spine, and get out of their current reality, in other words, out of their head, they jump into the quantum field where they are in their beingness and opening to all possibilities. Now, this is exactly what this podcast, New Ways of Being, is all about. It's changing our beingness and opening to all possibilities. He goes on to say, it's safe to make changes from this place. And the body allows you to alter your programming. Pro uh, allow your allows you to alter your programming, process energy as information, and gives you that quantum shift that provides for your evolution. So I'm just pointing out. He's saying that this is. It gives us access to a lot of power in 
in transformation and healing. Now he goes on to say, um, <clears throat> when you're in your body and the quantum field and open to uh, all possibilities by not observing, in other words, not, not thinking, you focus on the possibility that serves you best. In other words, if you're choosing to allow yourself to become a different person by shifting your identity in the quantum field, you have infinite possible use that are available to you. In the quantum field, you automatically choose the identity that you intuitively know is the next evolution for you and collapse into that one and it becomes your new reality. Now, he goes on to say this, I invite you to get into your body by putting your awareness at the base of your spine and spontaneously with your unconscious intention, you will choose one of the infinite possibilities available to you. Continue to focus your attention at the base of your spine and relax into your beingness as you engage the numerous possibilities that surround you. One of the possible realities may present more strongly as you unconsciously choose and collapse into it without any effort. And with the intelligence of your body and the help of your higher self, as you move, process, and release energy, which is information, you will intuitively choose the best possible reality for you based on your current level of energy frequency. As in energy and information to continue to move and flow within and around you, simply allow the observer principle to take effect. The observer principle dictates that in the quantum field, when you observe something, it alters your outcome simply by observing it. Then you'll collapse all other possibilities and land into your new reality and live from a new sense of freedom, joy, and awesomeness. So the main thing I'm wanting to get across there is that he's making the point that this is, uh, that it works with the quantum field and the quantum energy, and it's very powerful. Uh, and it's based on, his understanding uh, that's uh, I'm really not going to walk through all the technicalities of quantum mechanics, but uh, uh, you know, the, one of the key things is that uh, quanta exists as waves or uh, energy that are, have infinite possibilities to them until there is an observation and then that wave or uh, probability, uh, what's the word I want? 
the, that that little that field of probabilities then collapses into a specific quanta or quantum state, and so uh, then it becomes a, a physical particle. But the same concepts uh, we've learned uh, in studying this in great depth is that uh, some of these key principles apply to us as humans as well. So when he talks about collapsing, he's relating to that concept. Uh, there are definitely, in the quantum field, there are infinite possibilities until we uh, basically choose one, focus on one with our mind or our thoughts, and that is the possibility that we are now creating in the quantum field. So uh, we're talking about some very powerful stuff. Well, let me keep going. There's so much more I want to cover. Now, being in a state of awareness and consciousness, um, <clears throat> he talks about in here, and um, I'd like to read a, a paragraph. He says, being in your body is like coming home. Getting into the quantum field allows you to simply be. You can't be if you're not in your body. Be is short for being or becoming. If you're in your head, you can't be. So you can't become. Instead, you stay the same stuck in your current reality. Being and becoming offer the possibility for evolution. Evolution is when you make one or more quantum shifts and transition and change are easy. So a lot of what I've learned over recent years and I've talked about in my podcast episodes is about um, new ways of being. You know, I know I talk about awakening but I've always emphasized that it is very much related to our state of awareness. And I've learned over time more and more clearly that um, it, it is awareness. Awareness is beingness. And uh, we have to shift out of mental process into awareness in order to awaken. Thinking. When we're dominated by our mind, we will never awaken, at least not easily. So we must sh shift to a state of awareness. Well, that's what this book is all about. So that's why I've been so impressed by it. Um, he goes on to say that uh, quantum energy transformation, his process, takes us out of the fix-it model and invites us into pure transformation and evolution. And what I've, and I've commented on this uh, in, an, in several different episodes, it, uh, towards the end of our spiritual life, and I may have mentioned as well in uh, recent episodes in this podcast, but... Um, when we are in the mode of trying to fix ourselves, 
or fix the world or fix, uh, you know, some some say culture or a, a system in in our culture. We can't do it when we focus from that fix it model. That that model of thinking is at the level of the problem. You may have heard Einstein's quote about that you have to uh, go to a higher level of awareness <clears throat> that you know is higher than that the level of the problem. So we have to move out of that mode of thinking about fixing ourselves, for example. One way of doing that, and it we, it also applies to our attitude of the world itself, is we or other people, we can't fix them by trying to attack them or do change their mind or change our mind or we have to approach it a different way and one way of doing that is through love because love brings us into a, a state of awareness love is unconditional love is a state of awareness so um <clears throat> joshua in the book is saying energy transformation takes us out of the fixed model and invites us into pure transformation and evolution. Very key. Let me go on. <clears throat> so I'm what I'm trying to do is, um, it, in episode seven, you know, I was I was letting Joshua talk a lot, and he he, he communicated a lot of these ideas. Uh, I'm trying to talk about it in, in different words and add my own perspective. So I, I hope this is helping. <clears throat> um, now, <clears throat> he has a chapter in here that says, your body is more intelligent than you know. And that means that uh, exactly what it says, that our body has much more uh, intelligence within it than we may have realized. Now, I've had some guests on my shows that have talked about the innate wisdom of the body. And um, so this this is exactly that same thing. And it's that that intelligence and that wisdom is in our cells. Our cells are so intelligent, so powerful, and they are totally engaged in totally committed to uh to us as as a body and a person and they don't focus on anything else they do not they do uh pr protect their own uh integrity uh but they their focus is on the integrity of the whole body not the, just themselves one of the things that we are learning from quantum knowledge is that, uh, you know, that's where we go wrong right now. We, we are a part of the whole of life on Earth. We're a part of the whole of existence in the universe. And uh, we would benefit greatly if we uh, knew that we... Uh, need to support the wholeness of the whole, the integrity of the whole. 
the the um, health of the whole, I guess you could say. But um, so let me keep on going here. So I want to read a, another paragraph. And um, several paragraph, paragraphs in this chapter. Now, he does, um, his work extends into uh, chakra energy and how it relates to this this whole process. And um, I'll touch on this a bit later. But uh, uh, right now I'm going to make a reference to that when I read this quote. And he says, if you make the shift at the identity level or higher sixth chakra or higher, you become a person who no longer experiences the allergy permanently. Now, in, in this chapter, he's been talking about tr treating clients with allergy issues. And um, so he says, when you use this quantum energy technique and it and it's applied at the identity level, sixth chakra or seventh chakra, you become a person who no longer experiences the allergy permanently. It's done. Done, period. The allergy is gone. Because that's where problems with allergy originate. It They originate from not having a knowing of how we as a person interact with allergy. Um, he says, according to the model of life, which he, that is his term, there are 11 levels of energy that relate to different energy centers or chakras. So he's, he uses a, an 11 chakra model instead of seven. Making the shift at the identity level means that you shift energy at the cellular structure of your body that is associated explicitly with who you are, as well as who you are becoming. When you make a quantum shift at that level, you make permanent physical, emotional, and energetic changes, which you'll learn in more detail as we move forward in this amazing world we call call quantum. So this is very powerful and it can be applied at different levels of the body, chakra levels. Uh, Joshua understands that. He's researched it totally. He's tested it totally with thousands of clients. And um, that's all reflected in this book. So if you, if that, trigger some interest you need to go go buy this book i'm not helping him sell the book but i i love what he's done in uh with this book and everything that he's done in bringing a greater understanding of our quantum body if you will <clears throat> um all right i want to move on um he has another chapter in here on no anything is possible. And uh, he's basically alluding to 
the idea that these quantum energy transformations can be applied to any physical problem, emotional problem. Um, I don't think I've seen any statements in here that uh, talk about mental health. Um, maybe uh, some at, at, at a low level, uh, you know, so I don't know if, you know, I, I would guess that this would probably be very, very effective, believe, uh, very effective even for people with extreme uh, mental health issues, but uh, there might, it might require uh, special techniques to uh, deal with that. So I don't think he says much about it. So I'm not going to, he probably doesn't make any claims and I, I wouldn't make any claims either at the moment, but <clears throat> um, I'd like to read a couple of statements again from his book. So, uh, uh, and he also, well, let me go ahead and read this. Uh, he says, migraine headaches reside at the sixth chakra identity. I have always found that people with migraine headaches, uh, he he's found it to be very interesting because they don't know who they are. They don't know themselves. They're disconnected from who they are. Why don't people know who they are? Because identity is a feeling, not a thinking. You know, we're, we're taught to deal pretty much with life uh, in our mind, in thinking, in thoughts. And uh, we're programmed to respond with anger, et cetera, uh, to thoughts. But if we were dealing with our uh, feeling and our awareness, it becomes a different thing. We become new kinds of beings. So he goes on to say, well, that, I'm going to skip down here. Knowing who you are, that your identity does not come from thinking. It comes from a feeling. When you are connected and present with yourself, in other words, your body. And when you engage the body, your identity shows up as a knowing of who you are. It's a strong feeling. Excuse me. It's a feeling that is strong and true and specific to you. So uh, doesn't that invite more, more research? Yeah. Uh, and he goes on to talk about it in depth here. I'm going to skip over it because um, I simply do not have time to uh, do more than give you the highlights in this episode. But So let me keep going. Uh, all right. So now he has um, this thing that he calls the model of life, which I mentioned a little bit ago. I'm going to cover it real, real quickly here. So it's, um, it, there are 11, 11 levels uh, in this. And I'm going to go from the bottom up at the bottom. And, and he talks about, he gives these chakras names they're they're energy centers like shock they are chakras um and he then associated with that is um 
an aspect of our of our beingness, you know, how we are in in life. So at at the base level, which he calls grounded, he calls it the earth star, uh, and it affects how we manifest and connect through the quantum field. Um, it is all about alignment and transmutation in space and time. And he says those with question marks on um, um, so it's it's kind of like a that's an invitation for exploration. <laughs> Let me keep on going because I want to get done with this. Um, the next level up, so grounded is at, at the like below right as below our feet. The next level up is the root chakra, which everyone knows is at the base of the spine. It's uh, related to our physical connection. Um, and it also relates to our environment and uh, to the the questions about where and when. Uh, so physical, even at the kind of event level. Next chakra up, uh, a lot of people call that uh, sacral, sacral chakra. He calls it the sexual. Uh, it also relates to water relationships passion or you could call it emotional and uh but it also relates to behavior creative vitality and the question about what next level up is uh at the the power center or soul plexus related to fire and how we react uh it's mental and uh, relates to feeling. Uh, and um, it relates to capability and strategy or how. Next level up, it, he calls the lower heart chakra, air and fire. It has to do with allowing and trust and control. The questions that are related are, do you or in what ways? Next, next level up is the heart chakra. And it's, uh, of course, related to love, joy, and air. Um, it could be called uh, uh, harmony, the harmony chakra, and relates to beliefs, values, and attitudes. And so... The question of why. Next chakra is thymus. Uh, relates to empathy. Also inner child. Uh, immunity, error. And uh, truth, reality, and perception. Uh, and to the, uh, the whole aspect of wonder. Uh, next level up is the throat chakra. Um related to sound, vibration, and uh, how we respond. Uh, the, the kind of, the other name he uses is authenticity. And it relates to uh, free will, choice, speaking truth. Uh, it does relate to hearing and the question of which. 
Next level up is uh, the level of awareness or the third eye chakra, inner sight and dreams and seeing. And uh, that is the identity chakra, I am, and the question of who. Next level up is the crown chakra up here. Uh, divine, li divine light, higher vision, uh, guidance could be a word that we use for that chakra. And it relates to knowing and to purpose and spirituality and the question of who else, you know, and that to me, that's all about our relationship to the greater universe, to creation itself, to life itself. And finally, the 11th chakra, he calls the soul star chakra. And maybe, and I think there, this models is used by other people as well. Um, it's uh, spiritual balance and ether ethereal in other words it's a connection to the universe so we could call it the universe chakra uh, but uh, it's very much related to unconditional love and possibilities and uh, and also the question of what else uh, relates here you know what are even greater possibilities for us in life all right let me keep going on um now uh he has a chapter here that has a long title but um part of it is about shifting to new possibilities so and i'd like to read this paragraph it says quantum energy transformation and that's his trans uh trademark name for his process invites you to collapse your old reality as you shift into new possibilities by intention. Instead of fixing problems, quantum energy transformation helps you evolve into a person who no longer requires the problem. That is an incredibly powerful statement. And, um, um, you know, some people love, I think a lot of people have a perspective, especially spiritual teachers and coaches that, uh, you know, we've dealt with problems and, and stored problems within ourselves um, that have never been uh, fully processed or never processed in, in a way initially that would have been a powerful response we responded out of knowing and you know not knowing how to to deal with that issue that that problem whatever it is that event and uh so we maybe react in whatever way we've been programmed to react and so we store an un unprocessed problem away in our unconscious and so He's saying that um, let's see that the problems 
really aren't problems. They are um, they are events or issues in life that uh, we may not have yet learned how to to uh, handle in a more in a fully powerful way. If we were fully in our being, uh, you know, then you use allowing and accepting, and um, you know, we we learn more powerful ways as we raise our consciousness to higher levels. So um, <clears throat> instead of fixing problems, quantum energy transformation helps you evolve into a person who no longer requires the problem. You change. The problem doesn't change. Instead, you become different. So the problem doesn't exist in the same way within your experience anymore. Very powerful. Something worth thinking about. And if you want to dig into that more, you'll need to get his book or to uh, work directly with him. But get the book. That's the least expensive way to go. Um, all right, let's see here. Uh, yeah, so if we understand how, eventually how we work within the quantum field, you know, we can how we can connect to it, and that's what this book is about, and how we can work within the quantum field and with the quantum field, then a key aspect of it is that... Uh, instead of jumping right to a what he calls a wave collapse collapsing into a, a singular solution that we open ourselves to possibilities you know up at our 11th chakra and or 7th chakra whichever view you want to take and if we open to those possibilities and stay open to those possibilities and allow uh, allow ourselves to uh, respond to it in a energy uh, power way and in an open way. It definitely relates to openness as well. If we open to the possibilities and allow those possibilities, our Infinite intelligence, which is our own intelligence combined with the intelligence of the quantum field or God or the, uh, you know, the infinite being, whatever you want to call it, that is totally intelligent, then um, uh, we're talking about incredible stuff. Shifting to new possibilities is something that we all want. Now, um, Going to go on shifting. A, a I want to read a, a comment about we can, we learn as we do this, learn this process. We learn to trust ourselves 
more. Our, we trust the intelligence within our body and within the quantum field more. Again, we are we are truly a part of the quantum field. We just don't know it. So we use language like connecting to the quantum field. In reality, we are connected to the quantum field, but we don't allow ourselves to uh, work in alignment with that. So when we come into alignment, he says this, my invitation to you is to start trusting yourself and trusting in your knowing. Trust in your body. Your body knows the truth and it, as it is your connection to the quantum field. Connecting to this access point is your portal into the quantum field, the matrix, the Akashic records, spirit, God, or whatever you want to call it, or the entire universe. From the connection point that is located anywhere between the base of your spine to the bottom of your feet, where spirit touches tissue is... Uh, something that he says that's a term that he uses so uh, now another thing that he says is knowing who you are is a feeling not an intellectual thought you can't honestly know who you are until you feel it as you must experience it for yourself now this I've really learned that this that word experience is so important for us when we want to think about new ways of being or being more powerful in the world and more powerful in our life, more creative in our life. Um, we must shift from thinking about to experiencing. Being is is experience. It is awareness. It is beingness. All those are interconnected ideas. And through them, we feel we feel what we feel about something. You know. <laughs> um, so, knowing who you are is a feeling, and you can come to know who you are by going by living in your body. You know, fully going into your body at your root chakra or below. Letting that feeling expand. Feeling your whole body at once. Feeling the field of energy around it, the aura. And I think I'm going to say a few more words about that here. But let me keep going. I'm, I'm almost done for what I'm going to touch on. <clears throat> now, uh, and I we touched on this in episode seven, but I want to. Just touch on it again. Enlightenment. Um, one of his coaches, Ashok Jain, uh, made the, the comment, enlightenment is not to be created. It is already there. Actually, and that, that statement is going to become a theme in my podcast episodes. I can tell you right now that this is a that is a crucial statement. We are already enlightenment, enlightened. We just don't know it. Now, Joshua 
adds to that. He says, there's nothing to find or ascend to. You're enlightened, period. You are already enlightened. It's our conditioning that blocks us from experiencing our enlightenment. Release your conditioning by simply letting it go, by getting it, by getting into your body and within the quantum field, your bioprocessing body will release it for you. Again, I could go on to talk about that statement. <laughs> um, I'm not, we don't have time to, to expand on it here, but that is worth expanding on. Again, it's another point of reference that uh, uh, this is in chapter 25, Enlightenment and Energy Movement. And um, and I want to uh, add a couple of more things here. <clears throat> he says <clears throat> that moving energy in your body happens at the cellular level. And moving energy is is an aspect of being fully aware of your body. As you move energy, you feel that energy. That makes you more aware of your body than you would otherwise be. Very important statement. And it happens at the cellular level. Now, we talk about energy in the body in many other ways. Uh, chakras and medians and... Um, uh, you know, probably many more ways than that, but it happens at the cellular level. Uh, Bruce Lipton discovered that, and he taught that to Joshua. And he also says in here that uh, when energy moves in your body, it transforms. Another extremely powerful statement. So uh, go um, dig into that. Um, and let's see here. He also talks about, in this chapter, he talks about basic steps for quantum energy transformation. And it's uh, a 10-step process that he describes. I've I've used this process. It's incredibly powerful. Um, it does everything that that he says that I've that I've talked about up here till now. Um, it can be simplified in certain ways. You know, once you learn this process, uh, you no longer necessarily need to know it as a sequence of steps. It's um, it flows. So I'm not going to read that. I don't have time. Uh, but uh, I do want to wrap up with one process that I do want to share with you here. <clears throat> so this is actually... Oops. This is actually in a chapter that's called uh, Raise Your Vibration. And uh, this is uh, the process that he calls being quantum. So it's like, I could say it's being awake or uh, 
being uh, fully awake. You know, there's hundreds of ways of saying this here, but this is the process he calls being quantum. He's trademarked that term. And it will teach you how to experience your enlightenment, ground you in your body, and instantly raise your energy frequency. And it does all those things. I've done this uh, many, many times, and uh, this is a powerful, powerful technique. <clears throat> he, he starts this way. He says, let's blink into your new reality. Stand up and allow a ball of energy to be above your head. And by the way, if you feel like it, go ahead and do it right now while we're list you're listening to this episode stand up and allow a ball of energy to be above your head and allow that ball to start moving downward allow it to move behind your eyes passing your throat your heart bringing it down past your upper stomach and going all the way down to the base of your spine while keeping that ball at the base of your spine, pull in your highest self. Now, I think he imagine he he does that uh, coming from above. I actually do it coming from maybe above and all around because I know that the soul is around the body. The body is in the soul, not the other way around. So you pull in your higher self from all around you. Pull your higher self into the top of your head, just like you did with the ball, going behind your eyes, passing your throat, your chest, your upper stomach and lower stomach, going down and passing the ball at the base of your spine, going on down through your legs, passing your knees, going all the way into your feet. So now you have this higher self energy in you, plus that ball of energy that we started with. And that's, that's to give you energy awareness. Now, allow your aura, the energy around your body to expand. It's like opening curtains. Take the curtains and open them all the way to fill the room or just expand your aura to fill the room. Ex expanding your energy field, in other words, to fill the room. Either way it works. When you open up your aura to fill the room, you can experience you like you are everywhere that you could be in the room. You're not just standing where you are, you're standing in every possible position in the room. You're filling the room. You're, you're filling the room with you. <laughs> and therefore the room is within you. So think of the room as space, 
And therefore, at the room, that space is within you. All of you and your energy are within it. That space is within you. And that's kind of touching on the point that the universe and everything in it is holographic. <clears throat> but going on, you are now in superposition in the quantum field. Superposition is a quantum physics term, and it means it's in that waveform that's not collapsed into a particle yet. Or we could say it's in the form of all possibilities that's not collapsed into one of those possibilities yet, allowing you to consider all possibilities that serve your new higher vibration and way of being. Notice the shift. A higher frequency within you. A relaxed and beingness experience. So a shift has occurred. Notice how you feel. You will feel a higher frequency within you as a relaxed and beingness experience. Remember this feeling. You feel calmer, energized, and more alive all at the same time. This is being quantum. So you could say that being quantum is being full of, of a quantum possibilities, full of the quantum energy or quantum power of transformation. So you feel calmer, energized, and more alive all at the same time. This is being quantum. All right. <clears throat> well, there's so much more that can and, and you know, uh, maybe should be said about this, uh, but that's as much as I can cover in, in one episode. Um, definitely, uh, there's much, much more that he says in there that explains and expands on what I've touched on. But I wanted for you to really hear the highlights, give you some more food for thought, and um, uh, so that that concludes that. Uh, I want, before I conclude in total, let's say just a few more words real quickly. Uh, if you haven't already, please check out uh, New Ways of Being, uh, more uh, in-depth, if you will. Um, you can do that at um, at any on any podcast directory uh, where new ways of being is. And that's on a, a lot of those. Uh, you can also go to the podcast website, which is www.newwaysofbeing.world. And, um, and uh, one of your options that, uh, you, that you can do when you're at that site, uh, if you are able and uh, if you like what New Ways of Being is doing, you can become a patron of New Ways of Being. I also have a website that is Raymond Posh, and that's spelled P-O-S-C-H, RaymondPosh.com. Uh, on there, I've got a blog 
that uh, goes back, <laughs> actually, I'm not sure, more than five years, I think. Uh, it's been up and down over time of where I've, um, you know, posted uh, articles more frequently than other times, but um, uh, it's it's a good blog and I'm doing uh, posts about new ways of being now. Uh, I've got a new way, new ways of being community that's up and operational now. Uh, I've not begun to really promote and build the community yet, get, get pretty people signed in. But when you're ready to do that, um, it's at nwob.group.app. And uh, that's a far better community kind of site than uh, what, uh, you know, what's uh, Facebook, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think it's far better uh, support for a community than Facebook offers. Um, and it's also designed to support teaching communities. I don't know if this community will turn into that. Uh, you know, I think I will be creating uh, programs that help people step into new ways of being through example, through um, quantum energy transformation, perhaps, and other types of techniques um, but um, that community is now up and operational. It's not just not uh, populated with people yet. So we've got to get people going there. Uh, I do want to build a community and really be able to meet you and talk with you and talk about these uh, ideas about uh, how we can be more powerful beings in the world and maybe even in the universe. Uh, if you like what I'm doing through New Ways of Being, then please subscribe to the podcast somewhere, uh, share the podcast episodes, uh, tell people about the website, the blog posts, um, share those with, with friends who would be interested. And again, uh, if you're able, become a patron. And I'd like to just repeat uh, something that I've said in some of the episodes May you awaken to your true divine self. May you know great love and joy. May you know yourself as a creator within your own creation. May you experience a wonderful life with everything you desire. And may you participate ever more fully in the evolution of human consciousness.